Welcome to the Fiscal Fitness Podcast, where personal finance is about the person, not the numbers, and budget isn't a four-letter word anymore. Here's your co-host and certified professional financial coach, Jilly Manuel. Hi, everyone. Okay, well, any of you that saw in the Facebook group our event that was happening today is we are doing a client celebration with Katie and Jamie. So they are here. Say hi. Hi, guys. Hello, hello. (laughs) This is their very first time doing a Facebook Live, so everyone welcome them and just let them know that you're like here to support them and it's not super scary. They don't have to be terrified. Wipe up now, yeah. (laughs) Just add that. Right? So I'm so excited to have them here today. We are going to be interviewing Katie and Jamie to hear a little bit about their journey through financial coaching. They started working with me back in 2020. So of course, like the year of just tons of change and turmoil for just everyone on the planet, I think. Um, Oh my gosh, I have a fly, like buzzing around my head. Um, But it was just, it's been a really amazing pleasure working with them. We've done so many great things and I'm excited to get to celebrate them and sort of acknowledge all that they have done. Um, so let's see, let's start with, um, like how, or why, or what got you started? Like, why did you land in, in my world in the first place? What got you guys talking about coaching and led you to me? Well, this is actually my second time then doing coaching. So I think the first time was about eight or nine years ago. Um, well, yeah, my oldest is nine years old. So way back then. And when I had a different life, so, um, I used to work with Kelsa way back in the beginning and came to that little T at the end of the road. That was big life changes and glorious ones at some times too, you know? (laughs) Um, right. So, uh, then fast forward now, seven years, we've been together for seven out of the nine years ago before. And we, well, I'll let you kind of take it. We kind of grew up in different households where some of us are used to saving and some of us are used to spending. So when we got married, this was our biggest, our biggest fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we thought, well, heck, we'd, uh, we'd come to you and let you be our, our mediator, so to speak, and yeah. kind of be the go-between from do we save everything? Do we spend everything? Or where's the, where's the medium? Yeah. Definitely when that was our biggest thing and still is, and there's, I think you guys talk about it a lot too, a saver and a spender in a lot of the relationships and, um, mm-hmm. you know, not, I think we both knew that it was, um, a hard part of our marriage and that was an area to work on. And so just as we would get regular therapy or anything like that, this was, our avenue of, okay, we know this is an issue. We know it could potentially be an issue. And so we're going to do all we can to not make it an issue. So instead of taking it out on each other, we're, yeah. we're going to take it out. We've been taking it out on Jill for the last six months. So. <laughs> She's our middleman. So there's yeah. no problems on it. I, I mean, I think that what you guys are pointing out is so great because it is true that so many couples come together and it's like, we don't all grow up learning the same things or experiencing the same things. We come in with two different viewpoints and money is just a huge stressor in life in general, right? It can be regardless of whether you guys have the exact same philosophy or not. Like money is 
challenging sometimes. And especially when you have two different backgrounds or different viewpoints, it can be a constant source of conflict. It can be a constant source of tension in your communication. Um, And so for you guys to be aware of that and say like, this is an area we want to put some attention to. We know we can improve here. We want to be on the same page, like good for you for recognizing it and being proactive and not saying like, well, this is just something we're always going to fight about forever. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like that doesn't feel good. You know, it all ended up happening. I think at, it was, I feel like it was a little bit before COVID that we all met because we had just had Harper our, and she's going to be, well, coming up on two where we, I don't, who knows we're pregnant right now again. And so it's <laughs> right. It's a lot of huge life, big things that have happened in the past couple of years that if we didn't have some of these tools, like we would be, um, he was paying all the bills and I was just making sure there were bills to be paid is the best way to put it. Um, which, you know, I think that was my biggest misconception of when even nine years ago, and even when we were talking in the beginning is that, you know, I was afraid that you guys were going to tell me, well, you got to stop with Amazon. You got to stop with these things that, you know, that we're going to have to make this work no matter what, like the kids need new shoes, no matter what. And there's areas that I just don't budge on with that. And the great thing is, is we, I don't think either of us really lost an avenue of, you know, we want to, Jamie is definitely the saver, wants to save for the future. So we're able to accomplish that, but then we're also still able to accomplish that. I like to have lavish little parties for two-year-olds and sell, you know, the budget. We're able to set that ahead of time rather than me coming to ask for permission or say, Hey, I'm spending $500 on a jump house. Right. One of those that it's, we can still have those conversations, but it's not asking for permission or feeling guilty then later on about spending the money. Yeah. In whichever way that is important to us. Yeah. I think that is like one of the big fears that a lot of people have when they think about financial coaching is they're like, I'm going to go and they're just going to tell me I can't spend anything or I need to stop doing everything that I'm doing right now or give up all the things that I love. Um, And you're saying like, that was not your experience. That is, that was probably something I thought of in the beginning. Like that's, you know, they're going to sit here and criticize me if I go to Starbucks every day or that it's going to be that there's, I think that would be a misconception of somebody looking into this the other way that it's, you don't need to sit here and itemize every single thing or whatever the case is, the things that are important to both of you, then we can set a budget for the future, put that towards it. And then you don't feel as guilty. Yeah. Well, it was more about switching the mindset of being proactive or becoming proactive after being reactive for so long yeah have a plan for your money instead of just always felt like we were paying bills and at the end of it we you know what do you have to show for it and this definitely takes took that stress off me I think I've got some less gray hairs now for some reason (laughs) 
I don't story. I don't know if that part is true <laughs> quite yet, but the grays have doubled for both of us in the past couple of years, but that's just part of life with it. Right. Yeah. yeah. I know that when you guys came to me, I still remember like Katie, you being like, I know I overspend. Like it was one of your <laughs> don't yell at me. Don't <laughs> yell at me. You're and, like, and, and and I still I still do. So what how I was nine years ago before meeting Jamie, who I was seven years ago when we started. And then when we were first starting with, you know, my spending habits, they've changed a little bit. I'm more mindful on things for sure, but Amazon still comes here six out of seven days Mm -hmm. out of the week. And it's just, you know, what we're able to now, and there's not the panic of, Jamie's because he, you know, doesn't do the shopping. He just pays the bills before on it. And it's like, well, are we like, do we, do we have it? Now it's the communication beforehand that we know what we have set aside for different events that are coming up Mm -hmm. and planning for these things. So it's not coming out of left field, so to speak. Yeah. And I don't remember how much, you know, like, and we're an open book. So, you know, if, we had credit card debt. Yes, we still do. We have lots of lavish expenses that we like, and we have a certain lifestyle that we'd like to uphold to as well, but we are, you know, I think we came into this, you had just paid all of our credit cards off and, you know, this was for us to start fresh, to come together as, you know, here's our first child. We, you know, got married. We still have, we have our Hannah as well. So, you know, we have Hannah and Harper, blended families, lots of expenses that come with all of that as well. And, um, you know, it's looking at where we've come in, what are we calling this? Six months, nine months? Yeah, it's somewhere in there. I don't know. Yeah. That now we have money saved up that, you know, when our AC goes out in August and I'm seven months pregnant, we're able to address these issues and not worry about like, okay, how are we going to come up with money next month? At least there's, there was a budget for it. And so it's not a surprise. Yeah. Much. One of the things that I definitely have observed is like when you first started coaching, you would talk about spending and Katie, you would have like a lot of like regret or shame or embarrassment. Like you would feel badly about it. Remember when I bought the Peloton and was crying? Yeah, I remember that. (laughs) I panicked really bad that week. And in my defense, it has not been an easy one. I, I will use it. It's been a rough pregnancy. So but it's sitting there and it just reminds us every day that, you know, yeah, that it was like maybe a little bit of an impulsive decision in the moment that was really early on in coaching. And I still remember we, you know, Katie and Jamie showed up to their coaching session and we start looking at the budget and here's this like <laughs> purchase and it all happened. Was it Amazon prime day or was it black Friday? It was, it was very close it was, together. It was very close. It was like all in the same week. We're like black Friday. And we had a bunch of family here too. And so we had extra expenses with yeah. everything that it was like, 
anxiety ridden. Yeah. The anxiety overload, the like, oh my gosh, I just have to admit what I just did here. And I'm not really sure how I feel about it yet myself. And but he supported me too. So he he's on that one as well. Well, it's it's worth mentioning that in the coaching here, there's there really I don't feel like there's been any judge judgment because you have clients that you know some money is a lot to to them and not a, not a lot to others so it's it's really neat to come to a, a common space and say okay this is this is where we are and there's there's no judgment on what's too much or too little or yeah anything in between right um, but definitely identifying those triggers like prime day was mm-hmm. huge for us right you, know, you don't have I to still love money. I still love all my purchases today. yeah and it's and great Amazon watching this, they I'm, are going to sponsor us soon it's it's great to be able to spend money on the things that you love on the things that you value and not to feel guilty or shameful or regretful about that decision right which is I think a very different shift from where you were initially to where you are now like Sure, you can still spend. Go ahead and spend. Get the things that you want. Enjoy the birthday parties. Have Amazon come to your house every day. And also know I had money for that. So it's fine. I can get what I want. Yeah. Right? Definitely is. Yeah. And I'm glad that you guys are saying, like, I didn't feel judgment because that really is, I think, where a lot of people get hung up when they want to talk about money is that they're fearful of being judged. They're fearful of being told that what they're doing is wrong or how they want to spend their money is not the right thing. And really like how you want to spend your money should be exactly how you want to spend it. Right. Like I might spend my money differently than you. And then my next client that I would talk to, like everyone has their own lifestyle and values. And we want you to be doing the things that are important to you. I really like one of these days with, you guys probably talk about it on some of the podcast stuff. I will admit I have not gotten into that, but I've never gotten into a podcast either. So maybe on this upcoming maternity, I will do that this round. (laughs) (laughs) But the thing I think that we're always kind of intrigued by or that when we still meet with you, you know, we're going once a quarter or whatever works with our schedule that you know, we train of thought on that one. Sorry, lost it. The live part. <laughs> um, come back we, to it. Yeah, we'll come back to that one. Hmm. We were talking about like being told that what you're doing is wrong or shamed or something. And you were saying something you would like to listen to or that no, you would- like with the podcast is yeah. the areas I'm always intrigued to know what everybody else's numbers are. Like, are we saying too much? Do we spend too much on Christmas? Like, those are the ones that I want you guys to do like a poll one of these days with different areas so I can like silently watch, but right. not have to like <laughs> respond to the question on it because- you know, I just like the gossip of it. Yeah. Everyone likes to know that. They'll always ask, well, is this too much or is this not too much? And I- there's like not a clear answer for everyone. Like I've worked with hundreds and hundreds of clients now and everyone's numbers are so unique to them. And even if people who have almost the same incomes, let's just say like what one person spends on groceries compared to another could be vastly different. What one person spends on gifts compared to another could be vastly different. Like I might have a client who spends $800 a month on gifts and another who spends $50 a month on gifts 
And it's because one of them loves to give gifts and loves that's their like love language. Love language. They love right. it. And the other one is like, I don't care. Like, nope, no one's getting anything from me. I just don't like it. It's not something that's important to me. You know, <laughs> I get it. I get it. <laughs> yeah. So Katie, I'm curious. I know you said right at the beginning, like you had worked with physical fitness nine years ago. You worked with Kelsa. I want to address this because yeah. you came in meeting with a different coach. Oh yeah. And I hear this a lot. I'll have people who message me on Facebook or message me on Instagram and they're like, but I want it to be you. And my client load is full right now. So I can't take new clients. And, you know, so I tell them like, you're going to be meeting with Jacqueline and she's amazing, but there is this sort of like fear or nervousness. I think when you know someone already, or you have a bit of a relationship and then you're thinking, well, now I'm meeting with someone different. Like I, I, I've never same asked as a doctor's this, office, like, <laughs> yeah, same <laughs> as a doctor's office or, you know, there's, it's, it's like, no, this is it, but right. You know, it was, it's definitely the same concept of you know, what I learned with Kelsa, a lot has improved over the last nine years too. You know, there's so many more resources that I think that you guys are doing now. And maybe that wasn't even a thing back then, yeah, but, great. you know, like one of the other, it wasn't just us setting up a budget or doing this one time, you know, the, like with a Eureka, Eureka session or anything like that, that, you know, we start like, you know, we've been in the construction realm of the house. And so, you know, Jill helps us with our construction budget as well. And, you know, during some of the times that we meet, it's not just all about, okay, how much did Katie spend this month? It's also, okay, Jamie, what's important to you? Katie, what's important to you to set some goals for them this coming year? It's a, it's definitely a more encompassed package of, you know, it looks at other areas of life and even then opens a conversation with both of us to where it's a third party person unbiased at this moment that me saying, okay, us going to Disneyland is really important to me this next year. And at one point we all thought that going on a baby moon was going to be a smart idea in August pregnant. And thank God everybody talked me out of it. And we did just, you know, great wolf lodge instead. I don't always have the best ideas. Always. I'm not always right with that. Was that recorded? <laughs> it is recorded. Everyone in the world knows know. now. No. <laughs> Mark my words. But 90% yes. of the time. I yeah. Do. So maybe a little you initially hearing that there was going to be another coach, like maybe had a little bit of nervousness or uncertainty yeah. around it. Yeah. Uh, which I think is normal and to be expected. And yeah, I, I'm glad that like you're saying it was okay. Like the systems are the same. What we're teaching is the same. We really all try to encompass the same philosophy and help people with the same exercises. And so I'm glad that that was your experience. Definitely. And I, I would add to that. I, you know, I grew up in the South and I always thought that the face-to-face -face conversations were important. Uh, originally I told Katie, I wasn't going to sign up for yeah, this he was until not we could actually sit down face to face and yeah. have these conversations, you know, every so often. And that is so hard to do nowadays. Well, even this, too. Yeah, this was, you know, pre-COVID yeah. conversations and yeah. like, no, I want to meet the person. And to this day, we actually haven't, I haven't met you in person, in person. but right. I, I feel like there is a good, um, 
it's a good comfort level in having those difficult conversations. So mm -hmm. it's, it, it works. Yeah. Yeah. That's true, Jamie, because you kind of got like roped into this thing and you're like, I have no idea what this is. Like Katie had prior experience doing yeah. some financial coaching. You didn't know anything about what to expect. So I'm curious, Jamie, from your perspective, when the first conversation came up of doing this, like besides not being able to be in person, what was going through your mind around what, what were you expecting? Or were you like, no, I don't want to do this or hell yes, let's do this as fast as possible. Like <laughs> it was, it was a combination, honestly. Okay. Um, being, definitely, yeah. being the saver, I, I definitely thought we're wasting money. There's, there's, why in the world is this of value? Right. There, there's, there's no need to do this. I have always been taught to, uh, you know, pay off credit cards as soon as you get the statement. And um, I was taught to live each day like it's your last and to go on the trips and make the memories now and to yeah. enjoy the time while so, you can. But getting into it, I, I <laughs> early on, I kind of realized that I was, I was the one looking at the bills so it was, it was easy or it was, I was thankful to have someone else looking at it, giving me a, a second opinion um, because you can never plan for everything. Mm -hmm. um, so you, I didn't know what the contingency budget should be. Yeah. Uh, so it was, it was good to get a second opinion. And at that point in our relationship, it was nice to have, you know, you to yell at instead of, you know, anything else. So right. it, it's been a great experience. It really yeah. has. Yeah. I, I remember too, like, you know, every time that we start with clients, it's like one of the first things we want to do is like really get a clear picture of where the money's going, what's important in your life, what we need to be planning and preparing for. And sometimes that means like, we kind of need to take a pause on some of the things that we would normally react very quickly to and say, okay, I need to like take a breath, take a step back. We need to put some money aside in savings first before we do this other thing. And I know Jamie, for you, like it was, I think, kind of hard in the beginning to be like, I can't pay the credit card today. You're going to make me wait two weeks. Like, Ooh, I don't like that. Or we still have that problem. We're like, I can't put how much <laughs> my investments because I need to save for our next vacation that we're taking. Um, yeah, like the bills are like balance. Yeah, the email just came in. I've got the bill to pay now. I don't it's been 45 seconds. I have to right? pay the Verizon bill this um, minute. And it's like, Oh, we're, we're still working on it. Yeah. It's, it's, pay it now or potentially forget about it. And then you've got late charges and things to, to think about, but, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not, it's not as instantaneous as it's definitely something that you've got to work on a little bit to get. But now, project. but now you, you know, I'm actually looking at the bills now too. Cause before I wasn't, I was oh. not active in our finances. I, the base, everything was built, paid for. You know, yeah, it was, was <laughs> it was cleared and you right. know, like, I'm contributing as well. So it's not like sugar right. daddy. you are a sugar daddy, but not, yeah. not the yeah. whole way. So everything was paid yeah. for, but it also always felt like a little bit of stress because it was like, every time the credit card statement would come in, Jamie would say, what is on this? And then you would have to like defend yourself. Is that 100%, yeah. 100%. Yeah. So the times where then, you know, that those those type of conversations can totally impact the rest of the day and oh, yeah. the rest of the evening. Okay. And when you don't get to with children or with jobs, and especially in these past past year of the COVID stuff that right. that toxic 
conversation that has to be had just right and all the other it would set the whole mood for everything else and it still does you know yeah we still don't always see eye to eye on purchases and I have to back my side or he has to back his and it's not that this was a solve all at least right but it definitely gives it to where it becomes more of a compromise of okay well then let's see where we can make this work and pull back from something else and not have it be that Jamie telling me that I can't spend money or to have it as that, that it's more of a partnership. Right. And not. Yeah. I mean, I think it's unrealistic to think that like you will always agree on everything. Like that's just not the reality of any relationship as much as we all might wish it, but (laughs) like there's there's true. There's never always going to be total eye to eye agreement on everything, but the important thing is to know how to navigate those differences, right? And be able to make well-informed decisions. Like instead of simply doing it and figuring it out later or feeling mad at each other about it, now you can have a difference of opinion and look at it from the same viewpoint of like having real numbers and real things to discuss and know what the sacrifice is that you're giving up if you're going to make this decision right now. Mm-hmm. Right. 100%. Yeah. And I think, you know, cause we've been up until the past couple of weeks, we've been meeting with you like what, once or twice mm-hmm. a month yeah, or, a couple times a month. Yeah. you know, some of the times we're in the same room together. Sometimes he might be at the office still, or I might be, or whatever the case is that it, we can at least set aside an hour of time and it holds us, or it definitely holds me more accountable to make sure that the budget is updated, to make sure that, mm-hmm. you know, with even, even these past couple of weeks, you know, like uh, a debit card got taken, you know, just, problem after problem getting charged a dumb late fee or taken us to I, know, I wouldn't have realized it before and I found out like just good things like that that we're both paying attention right and even though the spending is at an all-time high with a baby coming in six weeks you know it's, right. we're able to to still save money and to pay attention to those things and to know that it's covered one way or another. Right. Yeah. Rather than sitting at the wayside and three months later when he actually shows me the bill and I have time to look at it. Right. Oh yeah. They they double charged us or or like, I don't even remember what that was. Right. And then you just get over it. You have that short window of time that it's like, you better get the Amazon returns done today. Otherwise it's not going to happen. Right. Yeah. Before we hopped on this live, Katie was telling me like, oh man, it's been like a hell of a couple of weeks. Right. And you know, the reality is that this is just life, like life. We can never predict what's coming. We think, oh, it's going to go into a slow season. It never comes. Like the busy season just keeps on coming at us. Like these two have had sick kids, sick themselves. The AC went out. They've got a baby coming in six weeks. Like all of the new baby stuff that's coming. A new um, job. Yeah. New, we a new had life changing stuff. A new car, a battery that went out this week. Like think about how and then just, yeah, just, all of that have been handled 
if you didn't have a plan in place for your money compared to how it was handled now, even though it's stressful with all of those things happening, like, I think there's probably a very different approach than what it would have been. Well, definitely different now because I don't get to just have a glass of wine at this moment. <laughs> and it's like, oh my gosh, I can't take any more. Like we just need to pump the brakes on one area, but it's, you know, we have to, I guess, look at it from the positive side of things. You know, it's nothing has gone right in quite some time. And we've had a lot of extra expenses, but I guess, you know, we get to have those extra expenses, you know? So we have to look at it at least from that, that, okay, there's people that it's really sucked when it was 80 degrees in the house. I'm not nice. And I'm not going to be nice when it's 80 degrees in the house, you know? Yeah. But at least we have a house, right? Those right. things. We have the money to fix the AC. Right. Yeah. 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 What do you think, Jamie, about like all of the expenses that have been coming your way and like, how has it felt as the one that pays the bills, um, with everything? Have you felt like, okay, this is a lot, but we're prepared or like, yeah, is it totally, totally prepared? I think previously I probably would have crawled into the closet and closed the door and just pretend the outside world doesn't exist. And I think every time we, we didn't feel like eating dinner or didn't feel like cooking dinner, yeah. um, I would have had a hard time going out to eat or mm-hmm. uh, every time we got the grocery bill, I think I probably would have complained yeah. about, Oh, can't we cut the grocery bill in half? Because we have all these things that were unexpected. Yeah. But going through the process here and you know, developing the, the, the idea, following your, your, your theory there on the, the multiple buckets and having plans and having a little money put away um, every mm. paycheck then kind of adds up over the course of time. So you've got to, a fallback plan, um, you know, with going from one job to another, I was, that was huge. Too. I thought it was going to be a, a great, it was a very difficult conversation. First off, uh, right. including an employer I'd been with, I really worked with the, yeah. the, the main guy for the better part of 15 years. Mm-hmm. So it was difficult to make the change to go to a, a new place, but having that financial backing, uh, knowing that, you know, if it didn't work out, then, I wasn't worried about paying the bills every day. Um, you know, I didn't have to look at it every day. We mm-hmm. had a little bit to, to rely on. Um, kind of gave me the confidence to do it. And it's worked out. It's worked out very well. So, yeah. Now, you know, I think that's part of what I also look to when, when it comes to services like this, or, you know, because it's like, I think when I started too, that it was the same thing. Like, why are you paying someone to manage your money or to tell you what? And that like, I feel like that's the opposite of what it is, that it really is an investment piece for us, especially that, okay, Jamie's coming up on a year with a new employer. We're going to be having a baby, another baby again in a year. You know, we've had all these huge life things and where we were when we started we had no money really saved. We had money saved, but you know, we long-term investment type deals where you, yeah. you really just we didn't, we didn't have money saved it. for the AC going out. We didn't yeah. have money saved for when we've been at the doctors. The last 15 transactions are pretty much all co-pays, Walgreens. Right. Then yeah, DoorDash and all of that because you can't do it, you know, like you have to 
see those areas because then otherwise it's just, you know, I'm comfortable sharing. Are you comfortable sharing with what we have saved and stuff? Sure. (laughs) I don't know. Our address isn't on here. Yeah, no, like I think that's, I'm proud of our accomplishments. You know, we don't have any credit card debt. Mm-hmm. Um, off monthly so. we have money saved we yep. still have the same budget that we had before meeting right you know, with jill so and stuff. cut out everything that you wanted and made you cancel everything right no but we've looked oh. at things which were like okay uh we never used this and we looked at those subscriptions and we canceled those and you know, we've increased our subscriptions on a lot of other things. Like, you know, we do Home Chef. We have it's it's a different priorities that yeah, a, we're being luxuries that we want. You know, rather than not. Yeah, we're being more intentional with our money mm-hmm. and right. not just paying bills, but looking at it and saying, does it really make sense to have this? And are we right. really using it? And oh, by the way, we are still paying money for that. Yeah. Why? Why? Right. And like going on, you know, so we've done our first vacation, vacation that, you know, we had money for that we didn't have to stress that whole weekend that it was like, yeah, get the pina colada, enjoy ourselves the whole time, room service it up, because that is one of my favorite things. Right. Not not having to. And it wasn't like, oh shit, you know, (laughs) we're at. When you get that little hotel bill at the end. Not talking about finances while we're on vacation yeah. was amazing. Not thinking yeah. about it. Yeah, was, that, that, that was good. And it obviously wasn't the trips that we had originally planned for. You know, everything's taken a loop, but we still had a great time that, you know. Yeah. Those- There's nothing better than going on vacation and feeling like, I can do exactly what I want right now. That was our first time doing that in seven years. And we've traveled a lot together in seven years. We did a lot like in the early stages of our relationship, you know, everybody was getting married and it was all destination. And that's when we weren't married and I had a child and I still had all my crap before. And it was like, well, I'm going to make this work. You know, we'll figure it out later. So we did, you know, but I, I also provide for myself as well. Right. And I'm a hard worker and, and then sit here, I bring baggage. I brought baggage. <laughs> I still have it. Right. Where? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good man, Jamie. No. <laughs> so I think it's, it's good to see that, you know, we can take trips now with our children on it, that we can make the memories that are important to me and that we can still save for him as well. And we can do it. Yep. One way or another. Right. Yeah. I love that you are like putting money towards the things that both of really, really want in life right now. Like that. It's not just like you said, the unintentional spending money, just going out towards things that you're like, not even realizing it's going towards, right? Like services you signed up for that. You don't even remember you're paying for or late fees that you didn't even realize happened. It's like, let's put your money towards the important things, towards the things that you actually care about and give you something to feel really proud of. So what do you think, like, if you had to just recap, like, what would be the biggest accomplishment or source of pride or something that you're like, wow, I'm like really happy of this outcome or proud of this accomplishment that we've been able to do together? 
I'll let you go first. Each of you, yeah. Let's let Jamie go. One from Jamie and one from Katie. Well, it's. I think it goes with the idea that we we've got a joint thought on money. We're both we're both looking at it. We're both considering you know what's important to us. Um, we've got the different accounts where um, when truck registration comes up, we pull money out of that account. It's paid for, and we we move on. Um, it doesn't before finances thinking about the finances just lasted it was more of a a thought process and now I can make those decisions a lot easier a lot quicker and feel like there's no remorse or or thought of it after the fact it doesn't it doesn't linger it's like oh well we've been planning for this and here's the money for it it's paid off and next Mm -hmm. you know move on to the next thing I don't have to I don't have to look at the, I'm not looking at the bank accounts every day. I'm not looking at the bills every day. I don't feel like we have to have to pay everything right away always. Um, so it, it definitely yeah. has made it less serious, if you will, less, less stressful in my world. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. I love that. I think that, you know, so often we don't even realize the amount of mental energy that's going into thinking about our financial life until we're on the other side of it. And we have like a better way of doing it. And then we can look back and be like, Holy cow. I was like thinking about that all the time. It was bogging me down so much, but you don't even see it. Cause it's like, feels so normal to always be thinking about your money or worrying about your money. And then once you have a plan in place and you don't have to worry about it, you're like, whoa, like what a like weight, right. That's like removed from my shoulders that I just don't feel anymore. Like life feels so much easier all of a sudden. It's like you're given permission to enjoy it and you don't have to have to think about it all the time. It's, it's neat. It it really is. Like I said, I'm, I came from the side of the table that was like, why are we going to spend all this money? You know, this is, this is snake oil medicine kind of deal. Right. Yeah. Really. I've got really enjoyed it and feel like I've gotten a lot out of it. So, yeah. Awesome. Katie, what about you? What would you say is like one of your biggest takeaways or sources of pride or feelings of accomplishment from our time working together? I think since coming, like we're now able to reflect, you know, on kind of how our spending was the year before and kind of to reflect and see, you know, okay, this is what worked for us, but you know, that we can still add things that are important in the future. And I even think with, when I was with Kelsa, I don't remember it if we ever did it too, is looking at, you know, like, what is, what is your, how much money do we really need to make each month? How much do we need to live the lifestyle? Like, okay, if, you know, okay, we're going out again on maternity leave that, what happens if we both can't bring home a paycheck or what happens if, you know, we have all these extra expenses that I think us at least having had that conversation before it actually becomes an issue is a really good thing that at least we know, okay, all hell breaks loose. Like we can cancel YouTube TV. We can get rid of Netflix. We can eat peanut butter sandwiches and still do that, but we don't have to at this point. And if something went wrong, then we have this nest egg for this long, or I think it's, that's my biggest thing is that I'm proud to see that we 
four more that I like, we know he can save that I can save for some of these things too, that, that then it's not the guilt factor, right. A birthday coming up again. And like, even though they all happen and Christmas happens and almost it's it's not a surprise anymore that, okay, Katie's going to be spending this amount of money for Christmas. Right. And it's not a conversation that has to be had anymore that it's like, okay, we, we talked about this. We've planned for this the whole year. And if I go over, then I go over and we can have that conversation or, you know, reevaluate it. And right. It's maybe I'll, maybe I return it. You know, it doesn't usually happen, but there's, there's a plan involved, but there's also room for being flexible mm-hmm. and adjusting the schedule is kind of what I hear her say. And yeah, and it makes sense that you can look long-term and then, oops, you know, you got to, you know, had pulled out wisdom teeth or you've got doctor's expenses. Right. You can readjust and reevaluate yeah. and move on, but it's not as. It's not a panic I, attack. Yeah. It's not as serious, something to worry about. Mm-hmm. It's just, now you've got a plan for it, adjust and move on. And, right. Yeah. Yeah. And especially, you know, like we both came from such different backgrounds and we both viewed money so differently as well. And even like, it's one of the things that, you know, I've talked to even one of my best friends who just got engaged the other day. And it's, it's like, get this part done now, just get the <laughs> crap done and out in the open and don't go into it. Then like if we didn't have this conversation, like what, is he going to resent me then every time a credit card bill comes in or am I going to hold the resentment back because we don't get to go on a family vacation because we're going to save for when we retire at, you know, like it's, I don't, we just, it's much better. Yeah. There has to be that balance and there has to be that compromise. I mean, money is what, I don't know if it's the number one, but one of the very top reasons for people to get divorced is because of money challenges and disagreements about money. And so you're right, like getting on the same page, making sure that you're both aware of where the money's going, what your priorities are, your values, that you're having healthy conversations and not those like blaming or shaming or resentful conversations is, I mean, so important, so important for your relationship and for the happiness of your marriage yeah. for the long term, right? Yeah. So the that. next big thing for Katie and Jamie, they have a baby coming in six weeks, right? And I just want to end like share share a little bit about um I know Amazon's at your house like five days five times a day right now. Right? It's, like, it's very impressive. All very the things. Impressive. And, and I think like, anytime we talk about these really big, like life changes or transitions, like the financial impact, some people will tell me like, I can't have a kid because I don't have money for that. I can't afford that. Oh, that's, that's, that's a real thing. Yeah. Great. I don't I, know as a spender, I don't know if it was possible to, to even have kids, you know, and plan for it accordingly because you, yeah. you never feel ready. And now being, you know, being the saver, it's like, yeah, sure. Come on. We got it. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll fi- that's where he definitely has compromised too. And you know, we both have, it's like, okay, well crap, like we're going to have three sets of braces or, you know, like there's a lot more. And <laughs> I think it's good though, that we see now that, I don't know, life's about to change even more again. So 
not to detract Jill from closing it down, but do you usually talk about the the learning seminar in this? The not the Myers Briggs, but the oh, the Colby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I want to make a point that we we actually did the Colby, mm -hmm. both of us, and had not the just exact same, not just yeah similar, but the exact same. Uh, what was that? A ten percent chance? We had the exact same score, kind of like the enneagram, just to yeah. compare, so people kind of know. Right, it still is really impressive. The Colby, for anyone who doesn't know this, this is something we do with all of the clients who come on for ongoing coaching. And it is an assessment that looks at how you take action. So what is your natural MO? How do you approach things? Like, what are you going to avoid like the plague or like research to death or take quick action on? It's a really great way of understanding how you will show up and approach tasks and take action. And Katie and Jamie are my very first clients that I've ever seen who have exactly, exactly the same Colby. And it was so interesting because they approached money very differently. So share really quickly, like what was your takeaway from doing the Colby assessment with Michael? We I, both did it separately too. Yeah, so no, like my, my, I did it at work and he did it at work or one of the things. My takeaway was she cheated off my paper. I we both <laughs> we printed ours and it was like, there's no way in hell. Like we are not the same person at oh, all. It was like, not your personality. I right? know, but it was like this yes. not it and I think the biggest takeaway from that was, you know, it it was however many pages, but the last thing it was like if you and your partner are both this kind of like the astrology signs or whatever that it was like you guys are going to have trouble communicating and like yeah, and you'll need a third party <laughs> it actually recommended that we yeah talk to jill like you need a financial like, person really? you just put that on all the reports <laughs> <laughs> maybe that is everywhere i know that was that was really like we were both blown away on it oh. but it's interesting that you can be the exact same on your your theory on how to approach a situation but have that different mentality on other things so i thought that was kind of neat and worth sharing right Sorry yeah real yeah it is so true that like we can i think having the awareness of how you guys make decisions or how you approach something and that you both have a very similar way of doing it and yet your interpretation because of your personality difference and life experiences comes into play so much also and knowing how to really navigate that and come together um, and find the ways that you need support yeah. in, you know, in life. So yeah, having a third party to be able to talk things through with because of the different perspectives you bring to the table was really a game changer for you guys. I think Absolutely. so. Yeah. Think so. Yeah. For sure. So no, awesome. Thank you for sharing that. You're right. I kind of forgot about mentioning I the forgot about that. that was, that was a really cool one for you guys. Um, I don't even think we had met yet. And that's where I like, I was like copying Kelsa and Mike on it. Like what the hell are the odds on this? <laughs> like this is rigged. Right. I know. So funny. So, so funny. So yeah. So we were going to end just really quick, like recapping the next big thing, the approach to having a child, to being prepared for this time around. Um, how would you say that this time, like going into 
you know, the end of your pregnancy. So buying all of the baby things, preparing for maternity leave, thinking about like childcare on the other end of it. How, how are you feeling about it now? And like, what have we done to help set you up for success? Wow. That's a, well, that's a lot of questions. <laughs> like that. No, they're, they're all good. It's, you know, I think from where we were, when we started as well, you know, we were going to be adding 800 square feet on that time. And to see how drastically life has changed for us in that year, we've had to approach our money a little bit differently. And then it's like, okay, yeah, we're having another baby. So we're not going to be doing that addition quite as early as we thought. Surprise, surprise. We're going to shift some things instead. I think, you know, I, I think there's, he hasn't seen the credit card bill this month. So he's seen Amazon here. There's still, we're definitely in a much better space than we were before being married and even you know, at, with the birth of Harper last year, that going into it now with three children versus one and all the extra expenses that come with it. I, I'm definitely a lot more confident. I think that's a great word. Confident. Yeah. You know, we're prepared. There's a, there's a process in place being a, we already know the process guy. I I like to have a a system in place that, you know, is flexible enough to, to be adjusted as things get thrown at you. But it also gives me the confidence that, you know, there's a, there's a plan in place. So, you know, trust the process and go through it. It's, it's Mm -hmm. worthwhile. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you can have Amazon showing up at your house that you can feel like we had a plan for this. It's okay for me to be like shopping, getting the new stuff and not having to stress about it. Cause there's nothing worse than like, you're going into a big transition. There's so much uncertainty that's coming and to worry about the financial uncertainty on top of it just takes away from like trying to actually enjoy the enjoy moment, it. Right? right? Like enjoy maternity leave, enjoy having a newborn, not be like stressing about how fast do I have to get back to work right now? And oh my God, what did we just buy? The credit card bills are mounting. Like there's nothing worse than feeling that while you're in the midst of sleep deprivation, a newborn, juggling a family, the but hormonal changes, like all of that combined can be really, really tough. Well, and then we're, you know, looking at it then the next couple months then it's going to be Christmas then it's going to be Hannah's birthday then it just is going to go back into the same cycle of all of the things that are very important to I think both of us you know that it's like okay we can catch our breath for a little bit I am very type A and to the schedule and lists and calendars and then when the one week where it's like, okay, we're doing home chef again. Like it's not, I'm not sick and we're going to, then everybody else gets sick. And so <laughs> it's like, okay, well, there goes a hundred dollars in groceries. Cause I'm not cooking the salmon right now. Nobody's eating. Right. You know, like it's not, I, yeah. I think we have a better, we're definitely more flexible and confident. Those are, I think those are good words. Yeah. If anything, you kind of wish we jumped in the system earlier yeah. to put this in place. Uh, I had, yeah. Yeah. I was saying it, you know, like when he would bring these things up and I'm like, well, then we need to just, what we need to do is do fiscal fitness again. Like that's what worked for me before. You mean waste money? 
you know, and then he was the one that ultimately I think reached out. Yeah. He then was like, we have an appointment scheduled. And I was like, oh, okay. All right. So it was Jamie who finally decided. I don't even think that I knew that. Yeah. 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 We must've been at a breaking point that week. So, right. Right He's like, fine. I'm just going to do what you've been saying for a while. It's been done. Yeah. Yeah. So you had, so that would be your words of advice for anyone that's listening. Do it. Do it. Just do it. What is it like you're going to spend the money anyways on something else? Like, oh, I don't even remember how much it is. Yeah. But it's it's like $500, right? It is pricey. Right. But you're going to, you're going to end up saving that much more money in legal fees we're not going to get divorced (laughs) you know like i was gonna say stress that's why i had to stop with kelsa before because it was like well shit this is this is high and you know there was no way to make life work at that point yeah and so you know you either invest in regular therapy or the things that make you happy as a couple or whatever it is that it it's an important aspect to put yeah. priority towards. Right. Yeah. And I'm not going away. Right. Like, yeah, you spend the money on one thing regardless. Right. Like we just do. And if you don't take action to try to change it, if you're not happy with how you're spending your money right now, like you're not going to be happy a week from now, a month from now, a year from now, unless you learn to do it. It's not going to get any easier. It's right. only going to have added expenses. <laughs> you're like, it only keeps getting more and more complicated. <laughs> you're only going to get another round of ear infections this next week and co-pays. So, yeah. right. You so, know, it doesn't, there's not a good time to ever have the conversations and there's not ever going to be enough money saved up for a kid. Right. It but just, we're glad we started that process. It way back when yes so. yeah well I'm really glad that you guys took the leap too I'm glad that Katie kept giving the little nudge and that Jamie you finally said all right all right let's check this thing out um and I'm glad that it proved not to be a waste of money to have someone tell you what to do with money quote unquote right <laughs> <So>. <laughs> you can check with your CPA I'm sure you can somehow write it off then right. Right? it's part of professional development fees that's right so thank you so much, Katie and Jamie, for joining today. I just have loved working with you guys and can't wait to see where you guys will be a year from now with yet one more little baby running around in that cute household of yours. <laughs> it's happening really fast. It is. All right. We'll see you guys. Awesome. Bye. Guys. Later. Bye. If you would like more information about how we can help you take the stress out of money with one-on-one financial coaching, please check out our website, www.fiscalfitnessphx.com, and please join our private Facebook group by going to facebook.com slash groups slash fiscalfitnessmoney. And if you have a passion for personal finance and are interested in helping others take the stress out of money by becoming a financial coach, check out our financial coach training program at www.financialcoachacademy.com and join our free Facebook group by searching Facebook for Financial Coaches Unite. We'll see you on the next episode of the Fiscal Fitness Podcast, where we'll help the world take the stress out of money.